Hello and good evening. Welcome back. It's been just about a week here since I've recorded my last episode. I have to say I'm excited to be back. I'm happy to be back and recording something new for you guys. This is something that's going to be completely different from what you guys have heard in the past. Uh, I've mentioned before I'm going to be switching things up here on Still I Rise because I believe that now is the time for us to not just, we've taken our life back, we've taken the necessary steps, and now it's time to truly heal. And as we're healing, it is time for us to, you know, step up and take that leap to transform into that higher version of ourselves. And I'm excited to share with you guys certain things that I've learned. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. I've been watching a lot of podcasts. I've been reading a few books and things like that, you know, all because I decided to make one decision. So let me take a quick break and I will get back to you guys in just a moment. Hello and welcome back. You're listening to another episode of Still I Rise. I'm your host, friend, and confidant, Cherry Go Lightly. As another quick disclaimer, as always, I am not a licensed therapist, psychoanalyst, psychiatrist, social worker, etc. So if you feel that you may need to seek one of those licensed professionals, please do so. Uh, do not substitute this podcast for any type of mental health therapy. I'm simply here to share with you guys my journey, things that I've picked up, insights and things, you know, as I've continued on with my own journey and hopes that it may help you, um, you know, in your, in your current situation. Or if you feel that you are looking for something to help you with any type of enlightenment, I'm here. So we're going to have a relaxing talk tonight. As I sit here at my desk, I have a well-lit candle and I have my decaf apple tea that I'm enjoying right now. So if you want to take a moment, pour yourself a cup of tea, have some water, whatever it is of your choice that you would like to have, you know, as we continue on with this talk. Lately, I have been all about just finding things that keep yourself, you know, feeling peaceful, feeling some sort of serenity, because God knows that we go through some chaos in life, especially as single parents or, you know, anybody that's trying to make a living in life. It's not easy for us. You know, we tend to tire ourselves out. We tend to stress ourselves so much to the point of exhaustion and you know I have found that I've lived my life in that manner you know for quite some time and the decision that I decided to make was I was going to change how I talk to myself and how I see myself I'm going to change the story that I tell myself you know We tend to tell people our stories, especially for those of us who have been broken and who have gone through 
so much, whether it's through the divorce, whether it's through the narcissistic abuse, things like that, we always tend to tell the same story. I know because I've done that many times. And I just recently realized that I no longer want to have that story behind me, or I no longer want to have that story, you know, um, to define who I am anymore. That was a little redundant. I apologize. For some reason, I'm still very exhausted and I'm having (laughs) some difficulty with my words at the moment, but you guys know how I am. So as I said, I no longer wanted to identify with that story. What do I mean by that? I'm not saying that I completely want to take that book and throw it in the trash and deny that it ever happened. No, what I'm saying is I no longer want to have that story serve me as a blockage of me healing and moving forward rather than, you know, rather to have it inspire me to move forward and become the better version of myself. I hope you guys are all with me so far. Throughout this journey, I have found that, you know, it was hard for me to admit, but I was playing victim. I was putting a label on myself. I was telling myself, well, as I'm telling people, other people, my story, I'm telling myself the story and the story is going to be permanently, you know, well, semi-permanently embedded within myself. And then because of that, that's how I see myself and how we see ourselves, you know, will project out externally. And that's how other people will view us. Now, if you've ever wondered why is it that your life has been either stagnant or it's dwindled, you know, the same way, I've always wondered that. And for two years, I noticed that my life was dwindling. It was the same thing over and over, maybe a little bit of changes here and there, but nothing too drastic. And I was thinking to myself, what is it that I need to do differently? I've done different things. You know, I was actually in a business and I tried to do different things and I figured, okay, maybe my life will change for the better. But no, you know, or even if I actually, you know, changed how I thought it changed just a little bit for only a short while. And I was like, okay, I need to have big change. Like I'm tired of where I am at, at this, at this moment, you know, uh, for example, I was always stressing. The story of my life was I was stressing out and I was always having anxiety and then I would be okay. And then I would have depression and it was back and forth, never ending pattern, 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 pattern. Well, here's the objective, my friends. Now we got to start breaking patterns because it's like we need to get rid of the things that no longer serve us, the things that we would claim as part of our identity. I hope you guys are with me so far. So with that, you know, I've always talked about going through a spiritual journey and I've been, you know, I recall talking about the spiritual journey either, I think it was about a year and a half ago. And then I kind of felt ashamed about talking more about it because I didn't, you know, I wasn't as, as passionate about it as I am now. 
and I wasn't sure how others would take it. You know, I felt as though, you know, maybe I was taking it a bit, a step too far and, you know, um, but here's the thing, my friends, and I say this with a great deal of love, you know, even though I was fearful of sharing this experience with you guys, you know, I, I would say things and I would have these limiting beliefs thinking that maybe I shouldn't share this with you know, with my listeners, because maybe this is not what they want to hear, or, you know, um, maybe this won't resonate with them. But in actuality, you know, recently, this is what I, I've come to discover, you know, going down this journey, I, I should not be fearful or ashamed of sharing anything because whatever has helped me and whatever I find to be effective, you know, I should be sharing with you guys. I shouldn't be holding back. I, you know, I'm not really, you know, technically I'm not forcing anybody to do or practice anything that they don't want to, you know, and um, so here I go. You know, there's a lot of things that I've really dove into these past few weeks and it's definitely helped out with my mindset. You know, I've really tried to expand where I am spiritually and also, you know, I've been trying to keep myself enlightened and aware of, you know, myself. The hardest part about this journey, my friends, and I've talked about this in the previous episodes, doing shadow work. Shadow work is pretty much like calling yourself out on your own crap. It's hard to, it's hard to take that self-accountability and realize that, you know, there's certain things that you've been doing all wrong and, you know, there's certain things that you need to fix, but you don't beat yourself up over it, you know? And then it's like, another thing is with shadow work, you actually have to find, you know, what is it that hurts you? You know, when you have triggers, I've talked about this before, but I'm going to kind of touch base on it again. When you have triggers, you have to be able to find what caused those triggers. You have to get to the root of things. And I know that it's easier said than done. It's not as easy to find the root of things because, you know, nobody really wants to go down that dark hole again and, you know, um, have all those old horrible memories resurface. These could be childhood trauma memories. But in order to fully heal, you have to let all of that resurface. And you have to allow yourself to hurt. You have to allow yourself to feel, you know, like truly heal. What do I mean by healing? It's like, you know, like, let's say, for example, um, some people tend to conceal or suppress certain um, certain feelings that they have about things that happened in their childhood, they'll act like it never happened. And sometimes people get so detached to it that they, you know, they really don't have that in their memories. But of course, within the subconscious mind, it will resurface. And, you know, all those memories or the feelings, uh, the feelings that were attached to those memories will resurface. And eventually, you know, if you really want to dig deep, those memories will come back up and you will hurt you know, when I was going through my spiritual and emotional purge over the course of the last two years, it was not pretty. It's 
actually dark and scary. So, you know, if you ever feel, if you're going through your spiritual journey and you feel that, you know, definitely contact somebody that you know is, you know, whether it's a mentor, whether it's anybody that you utilize for guidance, you know, definitely be in contact with them because, you know, it does take a whole village, you know, even though, yes, it is your journey, it's always wonderful to have support. So, you know, for myself, I did not know um, what was going on and, you know, because I was enlightened, I saw that, okay, well, you know, maybe this is what's happening. And I was patient with the process. I allowed things to just take its course. And it made a little bit more sense towards the end. So, you know, luckily, I was able to get through that and a bit more than one once or twice. Um, so all I could say is during that time, please be patient with yourself. You know, don't jump to the conclusions and, you know, just really focus on healing. How do you do that? Well, you know, be mindful of what your thoughts are. Understand that your thoughts are not permanent things that define who you are. Your thoughts are temporary. They're just like passing cars. Emotions are the same way. They're temporary, you know, and we do have the ability to control our emotions and how we react to things. Sometimes, yes, it's easier said than done, but just like anything else, it's like a muscle that we constantly have to build up and, you know, become stronger and more advanced, you know, at. So, as I said, I've been watching a lot of podcasts, I've been reading a lot of books and things like that, and, you know, when I came to that decision that I no longer wanted to identify with, you know, the story that I told in the very beginning of this podcast, that's when things kind of changed for me. I got tired of telling everybody and myself, well, I'm a broken person, yes, I'm guarded, and you know, it is difficult to deal with me. If you decide that you're either going to love me or be around me, I'm going to be a very difficult person to be to be around. And, you know, I didn't want that anymore. I no longer wanted to be that person that was hurting. And, you know, everybody had to walk on eggshells on, you know, around me because I was, I was healing or whatever the case may be. I wanted to change that story. I didn't want people to ask me why are you hurting? I'd rather have people now ask me, wow, you, you have been through that, but how did you heal? You know, because now it is time for us to heal. It is time for us to take that step, the next step, and, you know, detach ourselves from that identity. Detach ourselves from that past pain that we've endured. Because at this moment, for me, you know, I'm, I got tired of living that life of, okay, I got to do this on my own. Okay, my life is a struggle. Okay, I'm already, I'm always stressed out. I don't have time for this. You have to be careful with what you're telling yourself. 
you know, and I chose that I was going to be stress-free. I chose to now, you know, have the story of, okay, yes, I do work a full-time job. Yes, I am a single mother of two amazing boys that I'm doing my best to raise them as, you know, healthy as I possibly can. And at the same time, yes, I am, you know, having a better relationship with myself and I'm, you know, doing what's best for myself and for my boys, you know, and by talking to myself a little bit differently, like looking and watching the, com- looking at and watching the conversations that I have with myself, it really has made a difference. I remember telling myself, well, I'm going to be stressed out. Nothing is going to happen for me. And for two years, nothing really did happen. There were slight changes here and slight changes there. But at the end of the day, it was just dwindling. So I was like, okay, what else could I do that's going to be different? I would make changes with certain routines that I would do, you know, and that just kind of goes with actions and stuff. But actions are, you know, they're very short lived, especially if you don't have, you know, anything internal to drive that. So then I would find that, okay, let me switch it up and, you know, talk about like, okay, well, I emotionally, this is what I want. I want to be this person. Emotions, as I mentioned, are very temporary. They, you know, they change with every new event. They change with every new reaction, X, Y, Z. So that doesn't work. And so I was like, okay, well, you know, let me change my beliefs. The beliefs are your story. But in order to have that solid change, you have to change your identity. I'm not saying change, you know, if you're somebody that is dressing like, I don't know, I don't like to use labels, but if you dress casual and then all of a sudden you want to dress like your hip hop, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about your inter- your internal identity. You can change that, you know, not change it because you think other people are going to like you, but change it to where how, you know, ask yourself, who do you want to be? How do you see yourself? What wonderful attributes would you like to have as this best version of yourself? Because you do have the opportunity and the power to create that new version of yourself. You just have to work on it every day. It's just like saying, you know what, this is my ideal body. Well, who is your ideal self? As far as your personality, How would you like to view things? How would you like to react to things? How would you like to think? What do you do, you know, this higher version of yourself? How do they react to things when they're put in a bind? Are they resourceful? You know, and this is where mantras come in. This is where, you know, you're really exercising your mentality on things. So it's been very helpful to me. You know, I no longer tell myself that I don't deserve certain things because of my past. Or I no longer say, well, who is going to want to be around somebody like me? I no longer say that because, you know, I wouldn't tell a friend that. I would never tell a friend, 
Nobody wants to be around you because of your situation. That is horrible. So then it leads me to think, why is it that we talk to ourselves in that manner? You know, it's like we're already, life is already beating us up as is. Why do we have to do that to ourselves? If anything, you know, as we would with our close friends, we should be reaching a helping hand out and, you know, trying to lift their spirits. So why can't we do that for ourselves? Why can't we tell ourselves and give ourselves the permission, you know, to either take a break or to, you know, just give ourselves so much grace? Now, I'm not saying, okay, yeah, I give myself permission to be lazy. Maybe once in a while, yes, that's needed. But, you know, it's like the idea here is for us to grow. The idea here is for us to heal so we can be the most godlike or goddess-like version of ourselves what are we doing to change that how are we talking to ourselves are we filling our own cup and we tend to you know be afraid to be in our own frame what do i mean by that a frame is basically you know our own little like safety zone sometimes i believe and even with myself you know i Prior to leaving my marriage, I had a hard time leaving because I was afraid to be in my own frame. I was afraid to be by myself. I was afraid to be alone. I was afraid that I wasn't going to be able to make it on my own. But then when you're forced out, you know, when circumstances or the universe forces you out and you have to be in your own frame, after a while you try, you know, you, you will embrace it. And that level of fulfillment, knowing that you are capable of flourishing independently is just a beautiful feeling. You know, for those who haven't left and if you're already in that process where you have left and you're questioning yourself and you're allowing your limiting beliefs to get to you, I have a message for you. Stop it. Whatever it is that you feel that you need, you've already have, you already have it within you. I have had to tell myself this several times. You have to recognize who you are. You have to remember who you are. I know that it's easier said than done. But, you know, if you have gone through so much crap, if you've endured so much crap, you need to remember that. You need to remember how much of a badass you are. And, you know, if you were able to go through all of that, you deserve nothing but the best. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to be enlightened. You deserve to, you know, just be at peace. You have the power and the right to make a choice and keep or discard whatever no longer serves you, still serves you, it's all up to us. You know, and I talked about attachment in several or the last few episodes. So, you know, if you ever find yourself having difficulties finding out what, you know, is serving you and what's not, pay attention to your gut, pay attention to, you know, how you feel when, either people are around or an opportunity that you feel is not really serving you, how you feel when you're, you know, performing work in that opportunity 
or, you know, here's, here's an even much more challenging one. Listen to how you talk your talk to yourself when you tell yourself things like, okay, I am horrible. I'm stupid. Is that really serving you? You're beating yourself up every single time you talk those negative words to yourself. I want you to picture yourself punching yourself in the face because that's pretty much what it is. Is it necessary? No. You can call yourself out on your own crap without having to do that. You know, it's like you you look at it and you're like, oh, wow, I probably shouldn't have done that. Moving forward, I'm no longer going to do that. Moving forward, I'm no longer going to have that vocabulary or that dialect with myself because I don't deserve to talk to myself like that. I don't deserve to hear those words. It's time for me, you know, to really hear, you know, hear about the things that I'm great at, hear about the things that I've accomplished. Now, I'm not saying, you know, don't take that construct. Yeah, you know, you have to look at yourself like, okay, well, you know, I've allowed people to treat me like that. I know this is going to be a tough one to swallow. But for those of us that have been in toxic relationships for a while, it's time for us to take ownership of that. You know, it's like, yes, these people were brought into our life, but we also have the power of choice. We had the power to leave whenever we wanted to. So it's like, for me, I I came to the conclusion that I no longer can sit here and play victim and say, well, I'm like this because of my previous situation. Well, now I no longer am in that situation. So what now? What am I doing to work on myself? Now we know we can't control anybody else. But we sure as heck can control ourselves. We can control our emotions. We can control how we react to things. So what's going to be new for us? So slowly but surely, I've learned how to, you know, really take accountability for my own actions, how I react to things. And, you know, has it been easy? It has not. As a matter of fact, you know, um, Prior to this journey, I was a very pig-headed and stubborn, stubborn girl. So, you know, it is a little bit embarrassing to admit that to myself, but it is what it is. In order for me to completely heal, I have to call myself out on my own stuff so that way I can actually, you know, modify any type of attitudes that I have, like keep myself in check. You know, that's the beauty of self-awareness. You know, nobody else can call, you know, anybody else can call us out on things, but it doesn't really matter. It's a lot more powerful when you hold yourself accountable and when you actually, you know, talk to yourself and you tell yourself, okay, you need to stop this crap. You know, when you start like catching yourself doing certain things, when you see yourself kind of going down the road of that previous pattern that you've had over and over, you know, it's like, you got to break that cycle. How do you break that cycle? Please just call yourself out on your own stuff. And there you go. That That's the beginning of it. So, you know, what is, why is it so important for us to heal? It's important for us to heal because, you know, we need to have clarity for the next phase of our life. And, you know, I'm going to rewind a little bit. In order to have that clarity, you do have to let a lot of things in your life go. 
really hone in and see what serves you, what no longer serves you. And the things that no longer serve you, whether or not you're attached to it, you have to let it go and, you know, go through that entire process of healing. And I can promise you, and the reason why I say this is because I've gone through it just recently. I've let go of a few things. And, you know, they say when you let go of things, they will definitely, you know, create more room for abundance in your life, for, you know, the new phase of your life. And it's like, you have to understand that this is a process. And with this process, it's like you have to be prepared. You know, if you have your hands full, are you really going to be able to prepare yourself? Are you going to be able to work out and get yourself buff for the next phase? Analytically speaking. So, you know, instead of handling so much, really look at yourself and see what you truly can handle. And if there are certain things you can't handle, then it's time to let it go. Really make room for the new. So, with all that being said, I do apologize. I am actually pretty exhausted right now. Um, you know, I actually had a very wonderful weekend. You know, the past few weeks, I've noticed that my life has definitely been a whole lot better I have not endured as much stress. Well, I mean, there's things that come my way that are very stressful. Let me rephrase that. However, going through these different exercises, these meditations, and how I'm changing the conversations that I have with myself, I've noticed that I've been dealing with stress in a much more healthier way. You know, I'm no longer doing negative talk or I'm no longer, you know, giving myself negative thoughts about myself. And, you know, things have definitely been opening up, you know, um, I'm slowly improving my craft at manifesting. And, you know, for those of you that want to learn more about that, definitely look that up on YouTube. I obviously have not made a video about that yet because I'm still fairly new to that. But, you know, just a gentle reminder again, please be kind to yourself. Please really pay attention to how and what you say to yourself. You're throwing out that negativity into the universe and it will come back to you. So it's time to make that change. Really look at yourself and love yourself. Create that wonderful relationship with yourself and, you know, start talking to yourself a whole lot more kinder and, you know, with praise and, you know, just really love yourself. But until then, that's all for now. You guys have a wonderful evening, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.